Hey dudes, <laughs> don't make it bad. <laughs> it's our podcast. It gets way better. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Scrambled Yanks podcast. I'm called Alex. I'm called Jim. And this week, who's our guest? Uh, our, guest our guest is Quinn Goldie. Quinja. She's a local ninja. <laughs> How crazy is that? But it's true. Yeah, she she's does. a local. She's a local ninja. She does that whole ninja ninjaing thing, that American yeah. Ninja Warrior type stuff. Yeah, very cool. And she went to the World Championship of it. Yeah, the World Ninja Championships. And what did we talk about? We uh, we talked about fact checking. We did. We of course talked about uh, ninja stuff, and but also. Of course, dressing like a princess. Dressing like a princess. What do you talk to a ninja about? What else? Uh, what's happening in town these days, Alex? Uh, we're getting them scooters. Them little them scooters. Boys. Scoot, scoot. I, uh, I was in Calgary, and I, they had them before us. Fucking assholes. Assholes. Fuck the flames. Um, <laughs> Fuck them. So, so they had the little lime scooters, and I tried to rent one, but and I was all wasted. <laughs> and uh, you can totally do that. <laughs> Which is probably dangerous, uh, but the thing is, the people like can book them. So you'll find one on the street. You'll try to like unlock it, ride it. And it's just like, no, this is not your scooter. Like, oh. go, you have to go up the street to find this other one, and they're like kind of scattered about, and it's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, you can't just like hop on one. I um, mean, I'll, prob- I'll probably try one at some point, but are the Oilers, Jim? They suck. Nice. Let's get into the podcast. Boom. Checkity check check check. This is another weird thing that I was thinking about. Who would ever say yes to that? I was poor. <laughs> oh yeah, you know way too much about me. What did we expect? <laughs> the director unsuccessfully argued in court that the excrement was actually chocolate ice cream. I don't understand anything about actual art. <laughs> so that's the hill I will die on. I swung and just landed flat on my back. That one hurt a little bit. By the way, it's called scrambled yeggs. Scrambled yeggs. Well, a recent participant at the World Ninja Championships, yeah. which like that's got to be the coolest thing to put on a resume. I mean, it, it definitely of all tops time. it a little bit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was it was pretty crazy to show up, especially after only starting this like five months ago now or something. Really, no, five months? Yeah. So okay, let's let's go back to the let's go back to five months ago. Okay. What? How do how do you get it? So I I, I read that you were doing the the obstacle courses, mm-hmm. marathons, ultras. Yeah. Uh, when did the shift move into this idea of the, the, the kind of ninja warrior? Thing? Yeah. Um, I started obstacle course racing last summer. Um, and towards the end of the season around this time, I started competing in obstacle course races. So going into the elite waves, which hmm. was very scary and something really new for me because I'd never been competitive with my running and I've been doing this for like 12 years I've been running or something. Hmm. Um, so I went and competed at a race last August and placed fifth overall women's, which was really mind blowing. Wow. Which race was that? Uh, that was X warrior challenge wilderness. And that's actually happening in a week. So that'll be this year. So I'm super excited for that. That's happening next Saturday. So sorry. I have so many questions. Yeah. What what is X wilderness? Like how long is that? How many obstacles do you have to Um, do? It's, it's pretty cool. It's a little bit different. So, um, for X warrior specifically, they have two different ways you can run the race. So it's typically a five to eight kilometer course with about 20 or so obstacles, Hmm. um, in that five to eight kilometers. So that's the sprint is what they call it. And anyone can do that. 
Um, super fun. It's good for everyone. Um, and then there's the Titan. And the Titan is new. Well, not new. Um, there's Elite Titan, which is new, uh, which is what I did last season. Uh, but the Titan is six hours on that course and you're given six hours and to do what you can. So oh, wow. as many laps as you can do, as many obstacles as you can do, just get it done in six hours. Uh, so I went out last year and I think the course was six and a half K I think right on the dot. And I ended up crushing out six laps. So one lap every hour. <laughs> so I don't know what the math was on how many obstacles that was in the end, but it was, it was a lot of kilometers by the end of it. And yeah. uh, that ended up putting me in fifth for overall women's, which was out of a field of, I think a hundred or so women, oh, which wow. is nice. super cool. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. And I experienced last year with all of my racing and going into more competitive races that I was getting really bad race nerves. Um, so that was mainly just nausea and I was puking and it was disgusting and it was really terrible and I oh. wasn't able to put food in while I was running, which is really bad when you're doing endurance style events where mm -hmm. you're running for like 12 hours, you kind of need to eat. Uh, so that was becoming super problematic with my racing. Um, and I couldn't figure out how to stop it. So our friend, uh, started working at this ninja gym that opened like last October or November, uh, called Fitset Ninja. And they do a monthly race night that's for all ages, all abilities, just everyone's welcome. Come try some obstacles. Uh, so he called me and was like, hey, you should you should come try out the Fitset Ninja race night this weekend. Mm. It'll be fun. And so I decided to go to kind of help out with race nerves and get myself over that nausea that I've been facing. And then that started and kept going and then qualified for Worlds a few months later. So nice. yeah. <laughs> As, is anyone like really mad? Is there someone who's been doing it forever who's just like this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> it's been five months. <laughs> I mean, there probably might be, but I mean, <laughs> what I've experienced so far with both obstacle course racing and ninja racing is everyone's super supportive and the mm. community is really, really welcoming to new people, which is been really nice for me yeah yo watching those like american ninja warrior on tv that's like <laughs> my only introduction to this <laughs> and like everyone looks so happy like the other racers when someone yeah. does it are so yeah. stoked totally. all the time it's like no one's losing everyone's just yeah. nice we did it and that's exactly what it is it's it's been really great i mean like i've definitely had races where i've beat myself up because it's like oh man like i should have done that and mm -hmm. you know like other ninjas just kind of are like hey you know what you didn't get it it sucks, but they pick each other up and that's exactly what I've experienced too is the whole community is very supportive and really, really welcoming. And I mean, Ninja's pretty new to Edmonton as it's now that we've only had a Ninja gym here for like a year. Um, so because of that, the community is quite small, but it's growing rapidly. And now there's a pretty, pretty decent sized Edmonton Ninja community, which is great. Yeah, and didn't a bunch of people qualify for the, mm -hmm. for the worlds there? Yeah. Um, I think out of Edmonton athletes, I think there was nine of us originally who qualified. That's wild. I think. Yeah. And then six of us ended up going five or six. Um, and that includes kids as well, which was super cool because the kids are hilarious when they run and they're awesome. They're kids all are probably awesome kids. at it because yeah. they, they have, they're, they're just doing it. They're just oh, living totally. life. Yeah, they're they're hilarious and amazing huh. and super super cool kids. So it was uh, there was originally three or four adults who qualified, and I was the only one who ended up going. So it was just me and a bunch of kids. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really short, so I blended in pretty well, and everyone just saw me as one of the kids. So it worked out great. Put on a baseball cap and some like pink shoes. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. I am. Yeah, a I'm yeah. a child again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could have ran the kids' course. No one would have noticed the difference. Yeah. So where where were the the worlds? Uh, it was in. Uh, just outside of Minneapolis in Minnesota. So it was in a place called Prior Lake. Okay. Um, it was held at this big casino conference center and 
it was a little bit of a weird experience because there's a lot going on and there was 700 or so athletes. There's just wow. a lot happening that weekend. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. It was, it was wild to see so many athletes of like so many different ages. Cause I think the youngest age was six. Um, and then there's That's master's crazy. division, which is 40 plus, I believe. So there's people probably in their late forties, early fifties. I imagine. I don't know that I correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone's listening, but like, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's probably someone who's older. Like, yeah. I don't know, for all I know, there's like a 70 year old ninja who was there that I I'm didn't sure see, there is. but you That's never know. So crazy. That's awesome. So what, like take us through the world's experience. Like what, what was it like to be there and yeah. what, how did you do? Um, it was a little overwhelming at first. Cause I think we had to check in on Thursday and I was competing Friday morning. Um, so Thursday night we went in, grabbed my bag, checked in and it wasn't too busy at the time, but there was still like a lot of people around, which mm-hmm. was kind of overwhelming. Cause at all the other competitions I've been to in the last five months, it's been like three or four. Like, I think the most people that have ever been in my division at a competition was like five or six. Mm. Um, so having like, I think there was a hundred or so women in my division. Wow. You know, maybe less than that. I'm not sure. There was a lot of, but like just a lot of people there. So that was really crazy. Um, and yeah, so we checked in and that was, that was pretty much that. And my, I originally wanted to sign up for a later wave, but missed it. Cause if they fill up, you kind of have to go for a different one. So I signed up for the 8am, which I wasn't looking forward to, <laughs> uh, yeah. but showed up and there was only like, there's only like 11 athletes running in the adults course. Um, so they took us into the warm up room. We're like, yeah, you can warm up, do what you want. We're going to do course walkthrough. Um, so for the course walkthrough, that's basically where they go through the entire course, explain what the obstacles are, what you're allowed to touch, what you're not allowed to touch, all the different rules. That's when you can ask questions. Um, and then they'll clarify whatever you want to know about the course. Um, so they went through the whole course explanation and walked through with us. Um, and then basically there's a list of who's going when there's a piece of paper with our name and our number on it. And the number is the order. And then you just sit and wait until it's your turn. Um, and then when you go up, they take a quick photo of you with your number. And then you run the course. And that's that's oh, wow. pretty much it. Wait, um, they don't even give you a run through? Well, they, I mean, that's like what the walkthrough is. But, but you don't like, get you to don't... practice it. No, what? you just you have to go into it. Cold. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be so hard because I'm sure there's some weird ones where you like go to grab it the first time and you're like, oh, I get, I need to grab like further up. Yeah. But then you're like, yeah. well, I don't get a second chance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly what it is. And that's, you kind of just have to look at it and know what you're supposed to do. Um, and then there's a lot of discussion between the athletes of, do you want to do it this way? Like, should I get on top of it? Should I try mm. and go a different way? So it's, I don't know. And it's great because the ninjas are trying to help each other. So it's. Sounds like a lot of camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, it's still a competition. You can definitely still sense it. Like people are nervous. You can feel it in the room, but at the same time, everyone's trying to help each other out at the same time, which is great. Um, yeah, it was a really challenging course. I think it was a total of nine obstacles or 10 obstacles. It was 10 obstacles maybe. And he knows, um, there's (laughs) there's nine (laughs) obstacles. Um, and basically how it works is for the course. Every time you complete an obstacle, there is a point. Um, so the most points win and then there's also a time. So if it's a tie on points, it goes to time. Okay. Um, and then everyone gets an automatic retry. So on your first failed obstacle, you automatically have to retry it. Um, if you complete the obstacle, you get the point. If you don't, you don't get the point. And then at the end of your run, if you do a perfect run, if you got nine points 
and then you haven't used your retry, you get that retry as a bonus point. So you get 10 points. Huh. Yeah. So you don't get to you don't get to practice on the course, but you no. do get a retry one once, you, once, but only the first one. Yeah, and during the competition. So yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> well, basically, the... don't mess it up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, the course was incredibly hard. Um, I've done a lot of hard courses, but it was definitely a world finals course. I talked to some athletes who were there last year, and they were saying that it was maybe a step up beyond what last year was, hmm. and everyone was a little surprised and taken back by it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we did the best we could. Um, the females definitely had a hard time because the course was definitely designed for big, tall dudes who, <laughs> who are like yeah. six feet tall, eight men, which I am not. In the <laughs> um, so yeah, women definitely struggled on the course. Um, most women in my category got like two or three points and that was pretty standard for all of us. Hmm. Like not very many people got more than four points. If you got four points, that was crazy. Um, which was a little bit weird for me because typically I'll get every obstacle except for maybe like one or two odd ones that something goes wonky and I didn't do it. So yeah. that was a little bit of a strike to my ego for sure. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty humbling. Um, but yeah, it was super crazy hard and I ended up with two points, which tied me for 12th, which is not that many points, but still that just shows how hard that course was. Yeah. Tell us about like, what, what was the most challenging obstacle? Um, Probably the propellers, I think is what they were called. Um, basically what it was is there was three two by fours. Um, yeah, it's just not really yeah. laughing. It just sounds crazy already. Yeah. It sounds like a backyard like, This is going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we have three two by fours. We're calling this bad boy the propellers. I'm going to jump <laughs> off the garage and hang on. Up next, I the mean, ladder match. Lay yeah. down on the table. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, the... They were painted at least, so it looks pretty. Nice. Makes it kind of better. Um, <laughs> yeah, gloves are gonna get splinters. <laughs> um, the propellers are mounted by just a pivoting metal bearing device, um, and so they spun right on the middle point. Uh, and basically, you had to jump onto them and then swing and catch the next two by four as it's wobbling. And the entire thing spins, so if you fall off it, it'll just spin like a propeller on an airplane. Oh man. Um, and I've done obstacles similar. So there's an obstacle that people will see in American Ninja Warrior a lot called uh, that are called the wingnuts. Um, and they're the kind of like upside down T-shaped obstacle that you grab and same thing. You swing sideways and then you launch and catch another one exactly like that. Uh, but the difference is the, the focal point where everything pivots is at the top of that. While this one was directly in the middle and it's definitely a different movement and motion with your body that I was not at all used to. So <laughs> I, I jumped for the second one and I don't think I caught it perfectly because you have to land your hands perfectly on either side. Otherwise you just eat shit off oh, it basically. Man. And yeah, I swung and just landed flat on my back cause I hit it wrong. I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> that one hurt a little bit, oh. but yeah, everyone struggled on that one. There was very, very few athletes who managed to get through it. That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So how do you qualify for this? How are they like, all right, you're ready to try the propellers now? <laughs> I don't think anyone was ready to try you're the You're ready to try the propellers no one, now. No one was ready. <laughs> yeah. um, Sounds like some famous last words kind of thing. <laughs> totally. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you've, you've been doing this about five months yeah. now. You know what? We so think you're ready. You're ready. You're yeah. ready. We're, as you can see, we've designed this for men twice your size. <laughs> Just figure it out. And you've been doing this about five months, yeah. and uh, you are ready for the propellers. Exactly. Why'd you get that email? 
Oh, there was, was actually also another obstacle, and it was literally just a sheer wall that was like the slightest angle inwards. So you could like <laughs> kind of get yourself on top of it, but like not really. It was just like a straight up and down wall with like a slight inwards angle. And I went up to it before the competition, and you're not allowed to touch obstacles beforehand. Otherwise, you can get disqualified. So I went up and just stood as close to it as I could to it with my arms fully spread out, and it was exactly my wingspan. I was just like, oh not gonna be good and basically what you had to do is just grab the sides and work your way up this wall oh and I, I was just looking up like this is oh. not gonna happen yeah. like this is i can't yeah my like, this is size so small you go sideways like grab with your toes on yeah. one side and your fingers i should have tried it honestly it might have worked better who knows i would imagine there's a lot of cases where your size is a benefit to you though sometimes totally i mean i like I'm small, so I can throw my body around and I don't weigh much. So size to strength ratio is crazy. So, I mean, I can wing my body everywhere and catch stuff. And when you catch something and there's a lot less of you, you're not going to get torn right off of it because you're not catching as much. While big guys will have a really, really hard time with that. Cause if they try and catch something, their whole body weight just yeah. yanks them right down. I was talking to someone about how much I love videos of people doing cliff jump like those rope swings yeah. into water who clearly have no idea what they're doing and just like let their whole body weight Hang just like drag yeah. them down and like they smoke their hands on like the big knot that's tied at the bottom and just like beef it into the beach oh it's my favorite thing to watch <laughs> I mean, you would enjoy watching Ninja. <laughs> you see a lot of oh, shit like it. that, yeah. Oh, it's my favorite. I love watching the, yeah, on whatever TV channel it is. Yeah. It used to be Spike TV. And like American Ninja <laughs> we, Warrior. And like we were talking about that MXC. show Wipeout. Yeah. Wipeout. <laughs> we, I used to love that show so much. I was saying my favorite one was always just like the punching, uh, the boxing glove that comes out of the wall as they're trying yeah. to like shimmy. And just people getting blasted in the oh, face. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, a dude would just get punched right in the dick. And, yeah. the best. and then it'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the two idiots have the same name? It was like Steve and Steve. And like, oh, totally yeah. Yeah. he's right in the family yeah. jewels. And then it was like the reporter on scene being like, oh, you're up next. So like, what do you have to say to your family? And be something so stupid. <laughs> I love that show. But it's like so so bizarre do you think you could complete the wipeout course <laughs> oh i don't i don't even know anymore i mean maybe but i don't know if i want to exactly <laughs> yeah is it really worth it i don't know now, on the wipeout course you see everything there is designed to make the athlete fail yeah do you ever feel that way on some of the the courses that you run yes. where you're like how is this even yes every time <laughs> every time i go into a new competition um my friend who works at fits at ninja he is like six. I, I swear he's six, six. He's probably not, but I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> six, two, six, two. He's six, two. Uh, yeah. And he is ridiculously tall and lanky and he is the eight man that I would have <laughs> said would be perfect for the corset at worlds. Um, and sometimes I'll walk into the gym and I'll just look at him. And I'm like, dude, like what the hell? This is garbage. Because he's, and he'll like get me to come up and put my hands up next to something to see if I can reach it. It's like three feet above my head. I'm like, no, it's not like, fair. No, I like, can't reach it. Put a trampoline in there or something. Put a box. So that he's he's definitely had to like add trampolines or boxes in oh, certain man. areas because he's like, oh, I forgot about short people. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that is, short people exist. <laughs> How can people find this gym? Uh, you can Google Fitset Ninja. Um, they are super close to Kingsway. They're actually like 
10 minutes from here. Okay. I think 120th Ave, but I probably am wrong. <laughs> I'm definitely Sounds wrong. Sounds like you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know. 119th. I was close. That's close. It's pretty close. Uh, <laughs> 119th Street. I'm definitely not close. Uh, but yeah, you can Google them. They're great. They do kids' birthday parties. Um, they're going to have an adults and kids training team starting in September, which is oh, super cool. cool. Uh, and I'm going to be helping out coaching the kids' training team, which I'm really excited for. So I'm going to be coaching tiny children ninjas. It's great. That's right. <laughs> a ninja <laughs> coach. Right. How, again, put, like, that's n- the next thing on your resume? Is I'm a n- <laughs> I've been at the World Ninja Championships. I'm also a ninja coach. So There you go, yeah. <laughs> whatever the job was, I'd be like, you just pro- like I, from what I understand about ninjas, like you'd qualify, I think. Mm, all right. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. How, how so you mentioned that Edmonton's ninja scene is is like uh, maybe small but mighty uh, is it it's a growing scene though in town I think so at least I mean there's before Fitz and Ninja open there's definitely an OCR obstacle course racing presence in Edmonton mm-hmm. there's a big presence there's a lot of obstacle course racers in Edmonton yeah um and I think a lot of obstacle course racers now that they're kind of aware ninja is a thing are now leaning more into it, which is super cool as I'm mm. seeing a lot more obstacle course racers also trying ninja. So the community is definitely growing and there's definitely more people. Um, and there's a lot of regulars at the gym now, which is cool. And people who are regularly showing up to competitions. So it's pretty cool to kind of start to seeing the same faces and knowing people yeah. and having I that community. I suppose if you like the obstacle part more than the running part, yeah, you're yeah, like, exactly. hey, you know what? This ninja stuff seems exactly, cool. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I started with the running and then added the obstacles, mm-hmm. kind of taking away the running and leaving the obstacles. Yeah. <laughs> the fun bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The running sucks, so I just want to play on What uh, What ultra marathons have you, have you run? Um, have, you, we, have you run a ton of them? I've ran a few. Um, this year, I ran River Valley Revenge back in June. Oh, wow. Um, and that was a 50 kilometer in Edmonton. And it sucked. Uh, if anyone <laughs> knows what River Valley Revenge is, you know exactly what I'm well, talking yeah. about. Um, was it yeah. cold this year? It was probably cold. No, too. it was actually pretty decent weather. Like, it wasn't too hot. It was just, like, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's good. But River Valley Revenge is completely based in the Edmonton River yeah. Valley system, oh. but only on the single track unmaintained trails. Ooh. So it's actual garbage um, yeah. it is like one of the hardest races hey, you're I've ever running ran. over top of litter like there's yeah. chip bags yeah. Yeah. it is actual yeah. actual garbage the, the, the homeless camp yeah. is the toughest portion of the race <laughs> you can imagine like always the fastest <laughs> if you can imagine all the trees have fallen over and they basically said yeah there's still a trail there figure it out mm. that's what sections of the race is like you're like yeah I don't see anything they're like no you just gotta have to go through the trees <laughs> So it's it's a lot of bushwhacking at times, and it was huh. I, I definitely cried quite a lot on that race. <laughs> I I like they also told us there's a section called Mary Poppins, and it's the last kilometer or two of the race. They're like it's terrible. It, you're gonna be like oh it's only a few kilometers. I think it was like three, and they're like it'll be over before you know it. And they said the fastest person who's ever ran Mary Poppins, it's three k, took them like thirty minutes or something, which is crazy wow. long for three kilometers. And you're like oh. No, this is going to be bad. So I went in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself 45 minutes. So I thought I was in Mary Poppins. So I (laughs) I texted my pit, my boyfriend, Pat, and I was like, hey, I'm in Mary Poppins. I'm going to be done soon. I'm looking at my watch, which is telling me like I'm at like 40 whatever kilometers. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm almost at 50. I'm almost done. And 
I got out and I like hit pavement and I'm back on pavement and I just, I know the intersection because I know exactly where the race started. I know all I have to do is like get to this intersection, turn left and I'm back at the starting field. Mm -hmm. I'm so close. This is so exciting. And I'm running down the pavement and I just see like flagging for the race, just go off into the trees to my right. And I'm looking at the intersection where I wanted to turn left. I'm like, Oh no. So I go back into the trees. I'm like, oh shit, this is Mary Poppins. Oh. And I think it did take me 45 minutes. And I came out. I was just like, oh my God, I'm alive. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And I ended up running like 52 or 53 kilometers by the end. And I just like got it. I was like, I want a beer. I want to go to bed. I'm done. <laughs> we got home and we have a walk up too. And I like just sat in the car for me. I was like, <laughs> I'm not getting out. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then other than that one, I've done couple other 50s i think i don't know i've done a lot of like off school course races i've done 50s at but i don't mm-hmm. know uh i'll be out at grizzly marathon out in canmore in october uh there's nice. a 50k in september in drumheller that's also by x warrior challenge oh wow uh, x ultra cool. and i'm yeah. super stoked for that because that's just like running in a dinosaur graveyard yeah that would be like <laughs> i'm be super stoked about that and apparently yeah. they're they managed to get uh they managed to get a whatever type of pass so it's it's actually going to be in protected like oh shit lands and stuff yeah. so normally cool. where you can't go if it wasn't oh, for an wicked. event or something yeah, yeah so yeah. they've gotten the permits that's the word they got in the permits so we're going to be running in this like super cool area where you normally can't get to and i'm like through like excited. archaeological sites and like maybe i don't know there is i did was reading the rules for the race actually the other day and there is going to be protocol if you do find something and like, yeah, no stealing dinosaur don't, don't bones touch yeah. It. Yeah. fair enough i guess <laughs> unless you get the 500 hundred dollar entry fee then you get to keep any dinosaur yeah. bones that keep all <laughs> of the dinosaur bones that would be fantastic i'd honestly probably pay it just like yeah. keep dinosaur bones if i found them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it took me two days, but that's because I was dragging I this bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a whole triceratops. <laughs> yeah, you're like, sick. Dude, I love Jamal. Are you going to go do like all the stuff while you're there? Or are you just doing the run and coming back? Uh, We haven't planned it yet, but I'm sure we'll make a weekend of it. That's usually what we do. We'll go for a race and then try and do other things while mm-hmm. we're there that's kind of what my vacations have turned into is just yeah vacation <laughs> is for the race but then you add vacation to it so yeah. i haven't had a vacation where i haven't ran in like well over a year nice. i keep saying like i want to have a vacation where i'm not racing or competing and i don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen ever no but then you'll do it and you'll be like ah oh, i want to be racing i'm used right to competing yeah. while i'm vacationing yeah i can't yeah, be yeah. relaxed and what then you'll this? have to race him exactly that that's the solution <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right tomorrow morning we're getting up and we're running the beach whoever gets there fastest. <laughs> yeah. whoever's done the most kilometers by lunchtime pays for <laughs> doesn't pay for lunch <laughs> we're actually planning my birthday trip right now uh and it's we're going to Disney World, which I'm excited about because it's nice. nice Disney World, right? I've never yeah. been. Might as well go to Disney World. Um, and I think they just changed that you can now drink in Disney World. They oh, like ooh. just changed. So I'm basically just going to go get wasted in Disney World for a couple of <laughs> nice. days, which I'm really stoked for. Are you going to fight Minnie Mouse? I might. Nice. I might. I, I can't. Chance. There's no saying what I might or might not do when I'm drunk <laughs> at Disney World. <laughs> um, and then, but while we're there, we have also planned the vacation specifically for that date because there's the Disney half marathon mm. and it's the princess half marathon. And I'm going to dress up like a princess and go run 20 K. 
to win that race. Right? Yeah, I'm going to be a princess. I'm, I'm excited. That's so funny. Uh, that's wicked. <laughs> I like it. I like that you're also just like, yeah, because we might as well because it's only 20K. It's yeah, fine. exactly. It's just like a <laughs> yeah. stroll in the park yeah. at that point. We honestly said that. I was, we were just saying the other night, I'm like, you know, maybe we should just go and not run the race because like, I'm just sick of traveling and racing right now. Like, I just, I just want to go on a vacation and not compete. Pat, my boyfriend just goes, yeah, but like by the time we get to like February when it is your birthday, you're gonna be just like craving a race. It's gonna be like, yes, we need to go race right now. It needs to happen. So we're just gonna go run a casual 20k. It'll be fun. Just a cash 20k. Yeah. 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 In a in a princess costume. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna be a princess. I'm so excited. I actually earlier this year at a race, uh, we, there was a team relay portion that I did with my friends, and so it was a three person team, and we basically split the course up. Um, and each person got a section of the course and got to run it. So you could make up a team however you wanted. Mm-hmm. So three of us put together a team and decided that we we're going to be the princesses of punishment. So I went and bought us all princess tiaras. And uh, the one girl had a tutu. The other one had a full on like unitard with tights. And I had fairy <laughs> wings. So there's photos of us in just like full on prince. And this is all over top of our running clothes too. So it looks right. like a little, a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But there's photos of me running up the hill as fast as I can in a princess tear off wings. <laughs> just trying to crush this team relay. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so fucking awesome. I love relay races. Relay ra- there's something about like having a team that makes it fun. Totally, right? There's like, do you do any of those like of, like group events? The only thing that I've ever like run that has any credibility is Tough Mudder. I've ran it a couple times and it's super fun because you did get to do it as a group. Mm-hmm. Do you do like ninjas? Is there like group ninja things at all or no? Not really. Um, I've done a few tough, well, I've done one Tough Mudder. Ninjas okay. work alone. <laughs> yeah, we're one person team. It's just me. Um, I've done a few Tough Mudder. I think I've done one. I don't know. I've done a Tough Mudder. Uh, we went and did Whistler. I've done two. I don't know. I've done Tough Mudders. <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep track. I used to, up until last year, when my boyfriend and I started dating, I ran one race a year and that was it. And I'd just pick one big race. I'm like, that's the one I'm doing this year. And that was it. And then I met him and he's like, why are you only doing one race a year? Why don't you do like 20? <laughs> so now I'm doing about 20 races a season. Nice. I was just like, oh my God, maybe this is too much. I might need to tone it down. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a Tough Mudder last year and that was pretty fun. I did the Whistler. Um, and that was a great time. I quite enjoyed it. Um, but at the same time, being competitive is kind of fun. I'm like trying to be like, oh no, like... And winning isn't everything. Yeah. At the same time, it's kind of like, oh, but competing's like kind You're like, of where did fun. I place in my it's leg? Kind of, yeah. I, I do that. I'm like, oh, 100%. How did yeah. I do in my age group? And yeah. Did I do well in my age group? No, I do well. I'm like, it makes me feel kind of good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There's a little bit of a competing side in me, just a little bit. Might absolutely. be slightly competitive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why you're good, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. You, you can put it that way. It makes me feel slightly better about being like maybe too competitive sometimes. No, nah, yeah, that makes but, sense. Yeah, no one who's like really good has ever been like, yeah, but it's like I'm not. I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still like nice Muhammad to Ali well. didn't not care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan's just like. I mean, we had fun out there. <laughs> I had a great time. I had a great time out there. Yeah. <laughs> about having fun <laughs> yeah so i imagine this takes up a lot of your time it does how much does. how much do you train each week um oh a lot yeah i, mean, I try and then sometimes i'm like really bad i just stop training for a while because i'm tired um which i mean is life I it's mean, the natural response yeah yeah <laughs> um 
I think when I was really training hard, it was like a day or two of ninja a week, a day or two of running a week. Um, and then I also rock climbs, then try and toss in a day of rock climbing here or there and just kind of whatever there's time for, Hmm. which is sometimes nothing at times. (laughs) I mean, with work and everything else and other responsibilities. Um, and then sometimes you just have to get super creative. So I've been teaching summer camps all week because my job. So when the kids were playing at the park, I got creative and started doing ninja training at the park because what else are you going to do when kids are playing, you know? Yeah. So, Parks are kind of good for it probably. Exactly, right? right? <laughs> oh, I had a great time. I was just playing on monkey bars and all the kids were like, oh, you should, you should skip a monkey bar. I was like, okay, but what if I jump the monkey bars? And they were all just like mind blown. Yeah. So I jumped like four monkey bars. I was like, God, she's so cool. How do you do that? It makes me I'm feel like ninja. super good. I'm like, yes, build my ego. Yeah, exactly. stronger. Google me, kids. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a video of you jumping, uh, like clearing like four yeah, like yeah. chairs. Yeah, totally. Four, four like round Little seats. Steps, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty funny. One of the kids I've been teaching for like the last year, I was talking to her mom the other day. And I was telling, because I hadn't seen her mom in months. So I was telling her about all this ninja stuff. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, how do I find out about this? I'm like, oh, you could probably just Google me. Like, there's everything. There's all sorts of stuff. And she, she comes back the next day. She's like, so I Googled you. There's like, doesn't stop scrolling of things of you now. I was like, that's weird. I didn't know that. The last I checked, I thought it was just my Facebook and Instagram page. But I guess because I had a bunch of articles mm-hmm. on me. So now there's all these other things. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Google me now. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I want to be Googled, but I'm Googleable now. I'm so. Googleable. Yeah. Is, yeah. Googleable. <laughs> Googleable. That's one of those words you can spell without using any of the sil- or the vowels. Googleable. Yeah, Googleable. Just put all the consonants next to each other. So you you were in the media there recently. Have you seen like a spike in in like your uh, like? Instagram following or anything like that? There was for a little while, for sure. Um, There was definitely a little bit of more activity, and then I was posting a lot, which was helping, and then leading up to everything. Obviously, there's a lot of activity. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Instagram's algorithm sucks. (laughs) 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 And I will call it out any chance I get, because it's (laughs) terrible. Um, And I've been working really hard to build a following base, because obviously followers equal sponsors and other things Mm -hmm. like that. And as an athlete and as someone who potentially wants to continue doing this, I'm not a rich person. I'm a rock climbing instructor. I don't make a lot of money. So having financial support where I can get it and sponsorship help is mm-hmm. obviously really important. That was the biggest reason I was able to go to uh, Worlds was because I had sponsors that helped me with the trip because I wouldn't have gone otherwise. Yeah, wow. So I had some really fantastic sponsors that helped me out. Would you like to shout them out? I would like to shout them out. Vertically Inclined Rock Gym. Nice. Where I work, love Wicked. them. They are my favorite. Yeah, I used to go there. We used to do like one birthday party a year there at least. Like it's when fantastic. we were yeah. up. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I still it's super cool. On Belay, Belay on. There you go. Oh, see, it's like you were there yesterday. There you go. So yeah, I mean, they put that in a couple of articles that I was featured in. It's like, oh, come see Quinja, vertically inclined. And then I had people show up and be like, oh my God, you're Quinja. I'm like, this is really weird. That's awesome. What is my life right now? Yeah. And my other biggest sponsor was Fitset Ninja. Um, they helped me out in getting there as well. So definitely check them out because they're a great gym. If you want to mm-hmm. go be a ninja, that's the place to go in Edmonton. 
Cool. Yeah. Do they have like an open jail? I want to just go like yeah. do it. Can I just go like uh, do, do they stuff? They do drop in, I think, every day. I'm pretty sure just during hmm. their regular hours, you can drop in. I, there's certain hours well, they're, they will close just because big groups and stuff. And you don't want to be there when there's like 50 kids there. <laughs> um, yeah. But any other time, like you can just check out their website and they'll have all their open hours listed. You can take fitness classes too. They do like different weekly classes where you can show up in the evenings and um, they have a bunch of really, really great trainers there right now. They have a Olympic class. Like she went to the Olympics at some point. She's a judo martial arts, Hmm. I think. And she's crazy. Apparently her classes are insane because she's like an Olympic level trainer and she's like trained Olympic athletes. Apparently she's slightly terrifying, but phenomenal. That's awesome. It's a fine line, is it yeah, not? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I want to go to her classes. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's wild. Uh, so you so you work as a rock climbing instructor mm-hmm. during the day, yeah. and then at night you. I'm a ninja. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I work as a climbing instructor, um, which is great. Sometimes, most of the time, uh, kids <laughs> kids try my patience at yeah. times. Um, I've definitely been involved with kids like with work i've taught kids so many different things so it's exciting that i'll get to start teaching kids ninja as well because i mean i've taught kids gymnastics and rock climbing and now moving forward to ninja which is also really sweet uh but yeah at times kids will try my patience for sure after just weeks of summer camps you get to the last day and today was the last day of summer camp and i was just sitting there i was like oh my god one more hour one more hour you can do it You're just like looking at your backpack and like there's beer in there. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Waiting for that beer after this. Gonna go get one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's such a wild thing. Like that that's now basically a mainstream that that ninja is like a mainstream thing. Yeah. yeah it, it's do you think the Japanese ninjas are upset about it? They're like, hey, guys, we're doing ninjutsu over here. We got, like, long swords and these face <laughs> wraps. <laughs> you guys are just running up real big ramped walls. Yeah. You're not as cool as us, okay? Yeah. We yeah. started it. We have smoke screens. Yeah, we started the, the Ninja Warrior stuff. That's why American Ninja Warrior started, was to get people to qualify to go to that. Oh. Hold on, wait. One second. You need to be on mic here real quick. Say that again. <laughs> So originally when American Ninja Warrior started, it was the person who like finished was going to go off to the World Ninja Champions, which was actually being held in Japan. And they had this hmm. massive like five-tier thing set up. It was insane. Like I still remember it from high school. I was like, oh my God, I have to do this at some point. <laughs> in life. But it just wasn't mainstream in Canada until these, this last two years. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, was it? I remember the name. It was like Mount Midoriyama or some mm-hmm. shit yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. That's. Uh, I'm assuming this is the Pat you've been. Yes. Used, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the random voice you just heard is Pat, my boyfriend. Too. <laughs> boyfriend Pat is also in the yes, room. Yes, he, he's here. He's just hanging out. We didn't. Know he's he's been like. fact checking <laughs> this much, whole yeah. time. Every time you heard me pause and say, "Am I right?" It's because he's shaking his head at me, going, "No, you're wrong again," which happens quite often. One Nineteenth <laughs> Street, not one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I thought I was close. I was close <laughs> enough. I'm pretty sure I've been telling people 120th Ave for like the last three weeks. What so even are words? The wrong way. Yeah, look it up yourself. Yeah, it's online. Google it. You have a Google yeah, box. Right. Come on, Google yeah. yourself. Now at this at this gym, is it like uh, different obstacles every so often or every? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, Cody, uh, who's our friend who works there, he 
is there every single week changing stuff up. Hmm. Um, if not every week, every second week, he's constantly, they're constantly getting at new obstacles, changing things. Uh, Cody's a little bit of a mastermind behind all of it. He builds all these obstacles himself, which is super crazy. Wow. Um, so there's been a lot of stuff that he's put up and it looks amazing and professional and he just does it himself. Cause he's like, ah, it's cheaper. <laughs> so he just goes, I and mean, yeah. Does it himself, so, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, everything's fantastic in there. Um, there's a few of like the stationary obstacles that'll stay the same mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but they'll have, they have three rigs now. So the rigs are like the super tall set four. Pat's correcting me again. <laughs> uh, four rigs now. Um, er, try again. <laughs> <laughs> so they're between nine and 12 feet tall. And then they're just basically big metal trusses that they can set up whatever they want on them. So it mm-hmm. changes all the time. So they'll change out to wing nuts to uh there's one now called the flying squirrel, which is basically like two separate handles that you have to swing on and they go in different directions. You have to coordinate both your arms going at the same time. And um, they'll do balance stuff hanging off of those two. So there's flying door or flying doors, floating <laughs> doors. Flying doors would be a lot. You've <laughs> um, got a flying car. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. A so- floating door sounds uh, intense as well, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of stuff changes out all the time. Um, and then, yeah, they offer all sorts of cool classes. So hmm. if you're into open gym, you can just go play around. They'll show you how to do the basics. And then there's also fitness classes. So if you're into building your fitness, getting stronger, they do that too, which is mm. super sweet. What are the injuries like? I mean, you're, uh, des- you're describing yeah. a lot of these things that I can't picture myself throwing myself at, you know? Um, <laughs> ankles are a big one. Um, a lot of people mess up their ankles just landing wrong rolling an ankle that's a really common one i see the other one is like tearing open your hands is pretty common mm. that's like not really an injury i don't know get over it you're so fine <laughs> you're fine it's blood you're fine um but yeah people will tear open the skin on their hands um and then there's a lot of like internal small injuries which is like tears muscles like mm. pulley injuries on your fingers um it's a lot of very similar injuries to what you see in climbing like in climbing gyms the biggest injuries injured ankles tears pulls rips like that's pretty much what you see and it's yeah. pretty common in ninja um, just very casually ah tears pulls rips <laughs> well it's I mean, just muscle dude yeah, yeah figure it out fix yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's definitely some injuries are worse than others like if you blow something up in your shoulder mm-hmm. like i've seen people put out of the sport because of it or just never able to fully come back to where they yeah. are if you rip something real bad if you tear something real bad you're not coming back as well as you were at one point um as much as you try but i've, I've seen it happen a couple of times mm-hmm. where you're just kind of not there at their best anymore which sucks but injuries happen yeah it happens to the best of us really I mean, I've definitely had my fair share. <laughs> I've had some <laughs> bad things, mostly with running. I haven't had a big ninja injury yet, but I've had a few bad running injuries. What's it's only five months? A, a, a five ninja months. injury sounds <laughs> horrific. It's too wild. A ninja injury is like you and your family or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's the worst injury you've ever had? Like, uh, just period. Like, anything. Like, even if it was, like, rollerblade. Like, what's the... Um, have you ever had anything just I've been pretty wrong? lucky in just, like, gruesome injuries. I haven't had anything too bad. Like, I've never broken a bone. I got... What? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. That's I, impressive. The world ninja I know, finalist. Right? For doing the amount of yeah. stupid things I do, I've never broken a bone, which is amazing. Uh, last summer, I 
thought I broke my ankle while running in the woods. Oh, it was man. probably one of the scariest moments of my life because I definitely heard an audible snap and I, I just started screaming. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm dead. Oof. I broke my ankle in the woods. This is the end. This is yeah. This wolf is gonna, gonna eat me. me. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ended up just being a like minor, yeah, minor to bad sprain. It was a pretty bad sprain. Um, I don't know. I haven't had anything too crazy. Like a lot of concussions, a lot of concussions. Hmm. Concussions are injuries. I've had a lot of concussions. Yeah, concussions uh, definitely are definitely injuries. Ones. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why I can't remember my other injuries. And is, of the is that mostly through the on the ninja side or? Uh, no, it's just because because if they were running, I mean, I think that's no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, concussions are usually just me being really dumb. Yeah. Um, I I think one of my worst concussions was I was. Uh, at my job, we had a, my old job, we had a school bus. And so I was leaning out the back door of the school bus, grabbing something or putting something on the ground. And then when I stood back into the school bus, I th- forgot how low the door was, the door clearing, and just like slammed the side of my head into the framing of the bus. And mm. that was, that was really bad. I think that was oh, my worst man. concussion I've had to date. And that one Oof. was quite bad. I just sat down and was like, oh no, oh, I want to puke no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of my coworkers came over, and he told me this later after the fact. But he said he looked at my eyes, and you like you know it's a really bad concussion when your pupils are like different sizes mm. and really messed up. Uh, and he said he came over and got me to look him in the eye, and he didn't say anything. He didn't react. I had no idea until like a week later. And apparently, my pupils were like two completely different sizes. And oh he just, my like, god! Oh no! So he just walked over to everyone else. And was like, yeah, she needs to go home right now. She's done. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really bad yeah. concussion. Yeah, let's send her home before she does a WCB claim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was. Fine she forgot when where she it happened. <laughs> no, it didn't look her in the eyes. No, nope. she doesn't I remember. <laughs> I survived. Yeah, I mean, I I have some like knee and hip issues, but those are just ongoing and mm-hmm. are dumb because I have bad knees and hips <laughs> probably because i ran like most of my life i'm gonna just like by the time i'm like 30 i'm just gonna have like old lady joints everything's just <laughs> not gonna work and yeah i'm expecting it at this point it's clicking and popping every time you oh bend down. it's mm-hmm. already there my hips are so gross if i if i stretch my hip the right way there will just be a really audible loud pop and it's so gross and i'll, oh, I'll freak man. people out all the time because it's just like if i don't stretch it properly it'll just pop and it feels great. It's not, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But it, I've frightened some people before. That's <laughs> even better when yeah. it feels great and it's a ho- like a horrific yeah. sound because people are like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scared a few people while rock climbing before because I'll do like a big hip movement. Oh man. It's so gross. They're like, uh, do you need someone to help you down? <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Belay off. Belay off. <laughs> 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 That's wild. Uh, what's this scene like across Canada? Because I, I know you were uh, you were the top woman at nationals, mm-hmm. and yeah. so I imagine that there's there's probably quite a good national scene. I would think. Um, we're getting there. There's like a few guys who are pretty regular at competitions from Ontario. Uh, the Vancouver scene is like pretty big. They're, they're they know what's going on in Vancouver. Hmm. Um, there's a gym out there called Momentum, I think, um, and all the guys out there are fantastic. Uh, they are actually the guys who started uh, the Canadian Ninja League. So Ninja is all, all the competitions are ran by organizations. Oh. Uh, so the Canadian Ninja League is actually just starting this September for its first ever year. So, I mean, if anyone's interested in starting Ninja in Canada, yeah. this is the time to do it because it's the first time they've ever had a league in Canada. 
like uh, ninja's only really gotten big in Canada in the last like two ish years mm. kind of thing. Um, so they yeah. <laughs> Pat told me I was right on that one. I was right on that one. Two years, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so they out in Vancouver, the guys over there started that. Uh, so now we're going to have a lot more competitions in Canada because it used to kind of just be like two or three competitions and then maybe you'd qualify for Worlds. And then you go to Worlds. It's like, hmm. oh, I've only done like three competitions this year. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. And then the States has quite a few more organizations. So the organization that was hosted by Worlds or for Worlds uh, was the UNAA or the Ultimate Ninja Athlete Association. So they are one of the biggest uh, organizations that's mostly throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're now in more and more countries and they are actually the organization that is putting in a bid to get Ninja in the Olympics. Nice. So I, I was, cool. was kind of, wow. I was thinking about asking yeah. that earlier. The things that people will be able to do, like when right? it gets to where it needs yeah. to be. Like, cause right oh, now man. you guys are at like UFC one, like right now this <laughs> yeah. is, yeah, this is uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy who started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Um, one of the Gracie, Gracie, yeah, yeah. Royce Gracie. Royce it's Gracie, like Royce yeah. Gracie fighting that really big dude. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> a dude with one boxing glove. <laughs> yeah, like that's you guys right now. They've got you doing like the dudes course yeah. where you're like, dude, these rings are way further away than my wingspan even is. I have like two hand jump from one to the next. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. So it must be exciting I, to be coming in at the basically at the the beginning of it. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ninja has just been gaining popularity ever since American Ninja Warrior got big because they had their eleventh season this year. So it's hmm. just been slowly gaining popularity. This it's a huge thing. It's in been the that states. long, hey? Yeah. Wow. Um, the states are definitely like Ninja's big in the states. You can drive pretty much any major city will have at least one ninja gym, sometimes hmm. multiple, wow. um, which is crazy. So it's it's becoming really big in the States, but now it's slowly branching out into other countries. Um, and the biggest reason for that is everyone in other countries who aren't in the States were mad that we're not allowed to compete on American Ninja Warrior. So we started doing our own competitions so that we could compete. <laughs> Canadians <laughs> can't also, compete? No, you oh, have to be American. American. It's called That's American Ninja Warrior. Ninja-ist. Yeah, but yeah, I bet you the uh, but I bet you the one. winner of the American Ninja Warriors consider calls himself the world champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I definitely think that give it like two years, there's probably going to be a Canadian Ninja Warrior. Yeah, like, Indonesia has a, an American like a Ninja Warrior show. I'm like, I'm pretty sure really? I've seen highlights of it on YouTube. Yeah, it's like Indonesia. Oh, like, why man. does Canada have one? Like, yeah, I've, I've seen there's uh, an Indonesia, there's a Germany, there's an Australia. I think there's a China. What's that dragon one? Have you seen that? The Is Ultimate like... Beastmaster? Yeah, Ultimate yeah. Beastmaster. I Ooh. don't think it's getting renewed for a new season, which I'm incredibly disappointed about because I cool. totally would have auditioned mm. <laughs> yeah. and put a tape in. Um, yeah, that was super cool. I think they did four seasons, but I don't think they're doing another, which sucks. But even in those four seasons, they didn't do a Canadian team and they didn't mm. bring in Canadian athletes. Wait. Really? I thought it was four. Okay. I'm probably wrong again. Are, are there many opportunities to audition to get onto these different shows or no? I, like, there might be. I think I've just... Not really. Yeah, yeah like, none, no none of like... Can, oh, I've been man. looking. I'm hoping one day. Because, I mean, that would really just get more yeah. light on... Are the other Ninja Warrior shows, like, just that country? Yeah, you should, you check that out. <laughs> not Canada? No oh one, my god! No one likes no, Canadians. Not part of the EU. So you know what? You I think fuck I think that. I figured out what it is. I think they know that Canadians are too good at this. Yeah, that's probably because it. Because at, at the World Finals, most of the podium spots were Canadians. Really? It was a lot of Canadians. Oh, wow. Who's like the number one? Who's like? 
Because I know when I was a kid, like, mm-hmm. skateboarding was the big thing, but it wasn't, like, world popular mm-hmm. yet. Like, the X Games were really yeah. huge, mm-hmm. and it was, like... It was like the guy was Tony Hawk and he had the like video <laughs> yeah, game totally. named after him. Is there like a Ninja Warrior guy? Like uh Drew Dreschel? Yeah. Drew Dreschel's pretty cool. Um he's the his nickname's the real life ninja. Mm. I would argue he's maybe like the big name right now. Um he's one American Ninja Warrior. I know of one time, but probably more. Everyone's hmm. probably going to correct me. People who know the show are going to be like, yeah, he's won like seven times. For all I, know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, um, I was out doing my own courses. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was busy getting the world championship. I was busy being a ninja. <laughs> what were you doing, Karen? <laughs> uh, yeah, Drew's really cool. He has his own gyms hmm. or gym. I don't know if it's one or two. I think it's multiple. Um, and then for females, I would say Jessie Graff is probably one of those big names that everyone kind of knows. Um, she's a really big popular female ninja. She's does stunt work. Like she was one of the main stunt women for Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. Which is really oh, cool. wow. Yeah, she's like a Where's huge. Where's she from? Uh, I, she's from the States. I don't know where in the States oh, she's, she's like from. she's like American Ninja yeah. Warrior. Uh, but yeah, she's been on American Ninja Warrior multiple times. And hmm. she took a break last season because I think of filming for other shows she was on uh, for stunt womaning. And wow. then came back to Ninja Warrior this year, and she's done really well so far. I think. That's so, sick. Yeah, she was. She's probably like number one female in my mind. There's like a lot of other people, but like top two, I would say probably those two. People might correct me. People are gonna be super mad at me. Like those fan favorites. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's this person. It's this person. I could be wrong. Do do those people come up to Canada for any competitions? Um, I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. No. Um, Jamie Ron actually came to Edmonton. Uh, like early July and so this is Captain NBC he's been on the show like nine times I think dude with lime green hair we were watching a clip earlier and I was like uh, every 90s punk bassist <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah I'm pretty sure Jamie would just be like hell yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I mean, sure Jamie a compliment that's, that's a look yeah. that's a look oh, yeah. totally. so he's been rocking that look for years I love it I love um, it but yeah he came up to hair dye he goes through oh Man, probably so much. A, probably a lot so much. probably a lot I, he's got a ninja warrior just to <laughs> it's a habit man it's yeah. an expensive habit. Uh, but yeah he came to edmonton beginning of july to come out to fits at ninja hmm. they brought him out he taught workshops for kids and adults for the week which was really cool That's and awesome. then uh competed in the competition so he ended up placing first for men's and i placed first for women's which was really cool and i got to like share a podium with jamie ross so i was like this is kind of cool because like he's been on the show like nine times and oh man tiny canadian ninja who's super new to this he's been on the show (laughs) seven times oh i thought it was nine times i've been got the ninja encyclopedia (laughs) just fact checking everything i'm talking about have you ever thought of doing like a youtube channel like teaching like doing that kind of i've thought about doing a youtube channel here's here's my thing i hate social media genuinely <laughs> i really do i yeah i get that got a facebook account when i was like 13 or 14 because my junior high boyfriend at the time was like how are we gonna talk we need <laughs> facebook messenger what it's are we gonna true, do it's a real concern yeah so that was that was the yeah. only reason i originally got facebook um and then it took me many years to finally get an instagram and i only got my instagram like a year or two ago, oh, I think. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't want social media. I don't want Instagram. Like, I don't want people to find me. This is terrible. <laughs> now people can Google me. I'm like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got Instagram and that's been good because it's definitely helped, um, 
get my name out there and mm-hmm. get people to be more aware of me, which is super cool. Um, and it's great because it's great to be able to meet people and talk to people. Like, I mean, found you guys on Instagram, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, Fantastic. totally. Um, yeah, and so, like, I've thought... I asked my my sister, who is kind of like my manager. I don't know. She's, I think she said she was my PR manager as a joke yeah. one time. So I asked her, I was like, should I get other social media? Should I get a Twitter? She's like, you don't. What are you going to tweet? What are you going to tweet? Like, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. training today. Just so, did a huge jump. Right? Like, I don't know. So I, I didn't get a Twitter. But I've played with the thought of doing a YouTube channel. And I don't know if I want, like, I just don't know if I want, like, the stigma of being a YouTuber. Because there totally is a stigma surrounding <laughs> oh, yeah. it, you That's know? That's true, yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I want that. And, like, my <laughs> friends are going to see my videos and just totally make fun of me. I'm like, I, do I want that? I don't yeah. think I yeah. do. Like, wait, wait, to, wait till a sponsor wants you to do right? one or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think youtubers have friends because real friends would just like roast you all the time you you should just uh wear a gopro and then that could be your youtube yeah, channel that would be like, cool if you just put videos up of like you doing different like yeah never mind teaching I mean, you're, you're doing that in per you're doing that in person just do like here here's me doing cool stuff just watch me jump on stuff yeah <laughs> Oh, oh yes, the times. fact checker becomes the Pat fact checked. Just <laughs> <laughs> Pat just looked it up. It was nine times. I was correct on one of my things this entire time. <laughs> See, I know one thing. Yeah. Give me yeah. some credit. Here. Exactly. <laughs> I was out doing the courses. I wasn't counting. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a good word. Coming up on an hour here. We yeah. ended on a correct note. There you go. That's right. Is there anything else before we sign up? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything you wanted to plug or uh, stories you wanted to tell that you didn't get to? <laughs> uh, we can plug my Facebook. If mm-hmm. you look me up on Facebook, it's just Quinn Goldie-Quinja. Uh, Quinja is my ninja nickname. It's pretty easy to find me that way. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, which is just Quinn.Goldie. Uh, and you can also look up Quinja. Uh, it will most likely come up. Uh, there's a hashtag I'm slowly stealing from this other Quinja. Oh, like, Quinja no, Wars. I want the Quinja hashtag. So nice. I'm slowly taking it over. From nice. This. The other Quinja is a uh, tiny six-year-old like kickboxer oh, from Thailand on. or something. <laughs> but like he hasn't posted. His parents are on his Instagram account. He hasn't posted in like a few weeks. So I'm, and you could kick I'm, his ass. And I'm taking the Quinja no? hashtag. Oh, oh yeah. This All right. You couldn't shredded. kick his kid kick his ass. No, okay. Well, sure, like the six year old's actually like six feet. You're tall, just going to have to stick to cyberbullying. He's going to slowly take the Quinja hashtag until he stops <laughs> using it. <laughs> His cyber self-esteem is his weakness. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Quinja sucks. His Achilles heel is a bunch of zeros and ones. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to start. We'll launch a Scrambled Yeg sponsored uh, cyber attack on... No, I actually feel so bad. No. Just, just so you take over the hashtag. (laughs) Yeah, not in person because he'll whoop that ass. (laughs) Do it online like a real man. (laughs) Do it online from several thousand miles away. (laughs) Show him you mean it. Language he probably doesn't speak. (laughs) Google Translate, bro. His parents also definitely run his Instagram page. His parents are just like, oh no, what is this? Why do they hate The kid's like, I'll take care of it. 
That's oh, wow. fantastic. That's great. Jim, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, hashtag Quinja, man. <laughs> 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 hashtag Quinja. We're taking it back. That's <laughs> <laughs> our word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and also uh, at Yeg Stand Up on, on Instagram, you can find out some of the shows we're doing around town, and, and that's that's good for now. Sweet. Um, you can find all my stuff at comedyaf.com. And uh, if you are a cool person or you know a cool person in Edmonton who's doing cool stuff and you want them on the podcast, send us an email at yegpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at yegpodcast. All of those things. All right. Later. Enjoy the rest of your lives. Bye. <laughs>